Welcome to Tradutex Portuguese Lessons Podcast. Olá, eu sou Helena, and on this episode we're going to carry on talking about the imperative in Portuguese. But just before that, I want to let you know that Tradutex Portuguese Lessons Podcast is now on Patreon. Patreon is a platform where you can support the projects you like. So, if you're enjoying listening to this podcast, and if you would like it to carry on, you can also become a patron. And as a patron, you get a PDF with the highlights of each episode, pronunciation tips, written posts, audios and videos about the Portuguese language. You can get in touch with me every time you have a question related to Portuguese and you can even participate in a monthly live session with me. Go to www.patreon.com slash and learn more about it. So on today's episode we're going to carry on talking about the imperative. On the last episode we've covered the imperative with the informal you in Portuguese tu. And we've learned that when it comes to the informal you, the imperative in Portuguese has actually two different forms. One for the affirmative sentences and another one for the negative sentences. On today's episode, we're going to learn what happens if we're doing the formal you, você, and the plural you, vocês. And first of all, I'm happy to tell you that this time we won't have to learn two different ways. Because when it comes to você and vocês, we only use one verb form for each. Doesn't matter whether is affirmative or negative, which makes our life much easier. So, let's have a look first at regular verbs. And let's start with regular AR verbs. Let's pick the verb falar, falar, to speak or to talk as an example. So, the first thing we need to do is to think about the verb falar in the present tense. And we are going to focus on the first person singular, eu. So, I speak or I talk, eu falo, eu falo. And when we get this first person, what we're going to do next is, next is to drop the ending. And the ending is just that O we have in the end. So, let's drop it and we get that first part of the verb, something like fal, F-A-L. And now, because we're doing an AR verb, we will think about typical endings for ER or IR. That's how it works in the imperative. We're going to swap endings. So, typical endings for ER and IR verbs would be using E, or in Portuguese the letter E. So, if I'm doing the você, that's what I need to add to my to that first three letters we've got from the verb falar. So, we'll repeat the, the mechanism. What are we doing here? I'm thinking about the verb falar in the first person singular in the present tense. Eu falo. I will drop the ending. 
and now I will add the letter E or in Portuguese the letter E and I get this form FAL of course that when we pronounce it we will naturally drop it it will just sound like FAL and FAL is saying speak or talk to someone that we're not very close to we're being formal giving you an example let's say I will say to for instance, a student, speak loudly. Por favor, please. We don't need to be rude when we're using the imperative. We can still add faz favor, por favor. That's always polite. So if I'm talking to a student and I can't hear the student perfectly and I want the person to speak loudly, I can say to the person, fal mais alto, por favor. Fal mais alto. The word alto means tall and high, but it's also the one we use to talk about the volume of sound. So speak loudly. Fal mais alto. Then naturally, when we say this sentence, we will put the words mais alto together because that S in the end of mais is in between two vowels. So naturally, we will say mais alto. Fal mais alto, por favor. Fal mais alto, por favor. And the beauty of this is once you get that verb form fal, you can also use it for the negative sentence. So if you want to say to that same person, don't speak softly, We'll start with the noun, and then we use the same exact verb form, fal, não fal, baixo. So the opposite of alto is baixo. Whether we're talking about of height, for instance, tall and high, or when we're talking about volume. So alto, baixo. Baixo means short, low, but also softly in terms of sound. So the same exact verb form for both affirmative and negative sentences, unlike what happens to the verb form we've learned for the to, the informal you. I will just repeat these two examples and then we'll have a look to what happens with ER and IR verbs. So speak loudly, please. Fal mais alto, por favor. Don't speak softly, please. Não fal baixo, por favor. Now, if we're thinking about ER or IR verbs, because they will follow the exact same rule, we will again think about the first person, present tense, eu, Let's think about the verb comer, to eat, as an example of a regular ER verb. Comer, eu como, eu como, I eat. And now we'll drop the ending. So we'll drop the O. And we get those first three letters, C, O, M. And now we'll do exactly the same thing we did when we've talked about the AR verbs. Dealing with the AR verbs, we thought about swapping the endings. Let's pick an ending that is typical for 
typical of the ER and IR. And now that we're dealing with the ER, we'll get an ending that it's typical of an AR verb instead. So it will be the letter A, A. So you get eu como, you drop the O, and now we'll pick the ending A, coma. So we'll just use the letter A, or in Portuguese, A. Coma. Coma means it. Giving an order, talking to someone that it's not a friend of yours, that it's not close to you, so being formal. Coma. Let's do it in a practical example. Imagine the doctor might say to the patient, eat more fruit. For instance, that would be coma mais fruta. Coma mais fruta. Coma mais fruta. Eat more fruit. Coma mais fruta. Or, if we want to say a sentence in the negative and say, for instance, Okay, eat more fruit, don't eat sugar. We will use the exact same verb form. Coma mais fruta, não coma açúcar. Coma mais fruta, não coma açúcar. Eat more fruit, don't eat sugar. So the verb doesn't change whether it is in the affirmative way or the negative way. And now, let's see what happens with the IR verbs. Actually, the IR verbs follow exactly the same rule we've just learned for the ER verbs. So again, we'll pick the first person of the verb. Let's think about the verb to open, abrir. Abrir is a regular IR verb. First person in the present tense. I open. Eu abro. Eu abro. Let's drop the O and we'll do exactly what we've just done for the ER. We'll pick the ending that would be typical of an AR verb, which would be the letter A. Abra. So if I'm talking to someone formally and if I want to ask that person, for instance, open the window, please. I will say, abra a janela, por favor. Abra a janela, por favor. Abra a janela. What happens here in this particular sentence is that we have abra followed by the article a. So we have these two equal sounds, a, a. Abra, a. So when we say it normally, we tend to put these two uh, uh, together in one, just, just one sound, a bit open, a. So instead of saying abra a janela, we will get abra janela, abra janela, because it flows better. You can split them, of course, but don't expect people to do it, because it forces us to stop in between the words Abra a janela doesn't flow very well. Abra a janela flows perfectly. Abra a janela, por favor. 
And just like we've learned, even if it's in the negative sentence, the verb form will remain exactly the same. Don't open the door, for instance. Don't open the door, please. Não abra a porta. And now let's put these words together. Não abra a porta. Did you notice? Again, we did, instead of splitting abra a, we put them together and it sounded like Não abra a porta. Não abra a porta, por favor. Abra a janela. Não abra a porta. Abra a janela, por favor. Não abra a porta, por favor. So we've learned that to get the formal you, você, in both affirmative and negative, you just need, for regular verbs, to pick the first person of the present tense, drop the O, because the O will be common for AR, ER and IR verbs, and then if you're doing an AR verb, you will get the letter E, or in Portuguese, E. Fal. Não fal. If you're doing ER or IR verbs, you do the same. You think about the first person in the present. You drop the O. But this time we'll get the letter A, or in Portuguese, A. Coma. Não coma. Abra. Não abra. Now we still have to consider in Portuguese the plural you. So when we think about the word you in English, when we translate into Portuguese, we always have to consider three possible different translations for the word you. One that is informal would be the tu that we've covered on the previous episode. Then the formal you when you talk just one person that we've just learned right now. And then, of course, the plural you. Remember that the plural you in Portuguese, vocês, doesn't have formal or informal. So we use it every time we're talking to more than one person. Now, fortunately, when it comes to the imperative, we will follow the same exact rules we did to get the você. We will only have to do one little different thing. We will add the letter M in the end. So remember that we got speak as an order being formal. Fal. Fal. And now to get the vocês, the plural you, again in both affirmative and negative, let's just add the letter M in the end. Instead of saying fal, you add M and we get falei. Falei. I know sometimes it's hard to know how to exactly pronounce when you have EM or in Portuguese EM in the end of a word. Often this is a common ending for many verbs. I want you to try to remember that we, when we have EM or in Portuguese EM, you should not close your lips. So to say speak, talking to more than one person, talking to a group, for instance, 
we'll have first to stress the second to last syllable, in this case, fa, and then when you do, when you do your ending, don't close your lips in the end. It will sound like falai. Keep the mouth open. Falai. Let's put it in a sentence. Let's pick the same sentence we've learned for foul. Remember we said, talking for instance to a student, I could say, speak loudly please. Fal mais alto, por favor. Actually, more loudly. Uh, if I want to now talk to more than one group, more than one person, I will say, falem mais alto. Falem mais alto. Falem mais alto. Falem, and I kept my mouth open. Falem mais alto, por favor. Or using the verb form in a negative sentence, don't speak softly. Não falem baixo. Não falem baixo. Não falem baixo. Não falem baixo, por favor. Remember, if your ending is EM or in Portuguese E M, keep the mouth open. Em, a sound that maybe you might remember from the very common expression we have to say, How are you? To do bem. Remember that bem? It's the same exact em. So now let's see what happens to er and ir verbs. Actually, just like we've learned for the singular formal v, you, você, this time we'll pick that, we'll just add again the letter M in the end. So remember, we did the verb comer. If I'm talking, the doctor is talking to the patient, we'll say eat more fruit, coma mais fruta. Let's think that the doctor is talking to two patients. It would be and now we need to close the lips because now our ending is a m so we had comma ending in a and now we're adding the letter m so we come we come from comma into comma still stress the second to last syllable com but this time we say comam and we close our lips in the end. Very different from falem, the mouth remains open. Now comam, the lips are closed in the end. So comam mais fruta, eat more fruit, but this time I'm talking to more than one person. I will say first singular and then plural, so you can see the difference. So picture the situation. The doctor is talking to one patient. Coma mais fruta. Now the doctor is talking to two patients. Comam mais fruta. So singular, coma mais fruta. Plural, comam mais fruta. Can you hear the difference between 
coma, comam, coma, comam. Or, for instance, if we use the negative sentence, don't eat sugar this time, let's picture a different context. Imagine the mother talking to the children. Don't eat sugar, said the mother. Não comam açúcar. Não comam açúcar. Não comam açúcar. Don't forget, if your ending is AM, close your lips in the end. Não comam açúcar. And the ER and IR verbs work exactly the same in the imperative. So, if you still remember the example with the verb abrir that we did before, open the window, talking to just one person would be abra a janela, then putting the words together sounds like abra janela. And now, if we're asking two people to do this, let's imagine it's a big window, we'll say abram a janela. Abram a janela. Abram a janela. Abram a janela. You get the um in the end. Abram a janela. Or don't open the door. We said first talking to just one person and we said não abra a porta. Não abra a porta. Não abra a porta. And now talking to more than one person. Please, you guys, don't open the door. Não abram a porta. Não abram a porta. Não abram a porta, por favor. Now, let's have a look at the irregular verbs. We consider them irregular because they will not follow the rules we've just learned. The rules we learned, we've learned were picking the first person in the present tense, drop the O, and then, if you're doing an AR verb, please pick the endings as if it was an ER, so E and EM, and if you're doing an ER or IR, pick the endings as if you were dealing in the present tense with an AR, which is A or AM. That's the rule. So if a verb doesn't follow that rule, we cannot consider the verb to be regular, so it is irregular. I'm going to talk about four irregular verbs. We do have more, but not every verb can be used in the imperative. Some verbs, they just don't make sense. So let's just focus on these four irregular verbs that we use a lot and they actually make sense to be used in the um, imperative mood. So. Again, você, affirmative or negative, will be the same. And then, again, we just need to change into vocês. For two of them, it will be adding the M, but for the other two, we'll have to do a bit of little changings there. But then the vocês, affirmative or negative, will also be the same. So at least when we're dealing with the você and the vocês, you don't need to worry about two different rules for affirmative and negative. Once you get your verb, you can use the same verb in both situations. So for the verb ser, our more permanent to be, the one we use for things that are not easy to change, 
we have for divorcee, so talking to just one person and being formal, we have the form seja. Seja. So how do you spell it? Como se escreve seja? S E J A Seja. And I know that when I'm pronouncing it, pronouncing it, it doesn't look like S E J A because I'm saying seja. This is one possible pronunciation closer to what it is, the standard pronunciation. If you hear people saying seja, that's just as good. But don't forget, you can say seja, but you should write it S-E-J-A. Let's think about a practical example. For instance, pre-practical. If you want to say to someone, be practical. Seja prático. Seja prático. Don't be difficult. Não seja difícil. Seja prático. Não seja difícil. So I want to go right away to the vocês because we just need to add M in the end. So instead of seja, we get sejão. Sejão. And again, don't forget, we close the lips. Sejão práticos. In this case, we will have to add the S to the adjective too. Sejam práticos. Uh, don't be difficult. Uh, não sejam difíceis. Sejam práticos. Não sejam difíceis. So from seja, we go into sejam. Just add the M. Now the verb estar, our more temporary to be, the one we use for things that we can easily change is similar to the verb ser. We have the verb form esteja. Esteja. Como se escreve esteja? E, S, T, E, J, A. Esteja. Esteja calmo. Be calm. Esteja calmo. Don't be nervous. Não esteja nervoso. Esteja calmo. Não esteja nervoso. And if you want to make the plural, again, we just need to add the M. So if you're talking to more than one person, so you're addressing a group, you will say, be calm, all of you. Estejam calmos. Add yes to the adjective too, to make it plural. Calmo becomes calmos. Estejam calmos. Estejam calmos. Be calm, you guys. Don't be nervous. Não estejam nervosos. Add the S to the adjective. Nervoso becomes nervosos. Estejam calmos. Não estejam nervosos. Again, don't forget doing the plural because we have AM, close the lips. Estejam. You finish with your lips closed. So we did ser and estar. So ser, seja, sejam. Estar, esteja, estejam. Now the verb ir, it changes a little bit. 
So ir means to go. And if you want to say to someone, let's say go slowly. Go slowly. Go. In the imperative formal you, você, we should say vá. Simple as this. Vá. Como se escreve vá? V-A com acento. Vá. Let's say go slowly. Vá devagar. Vá devagar. So don't go quickly. Não vá depressa. So devagar slowly. Depressa quickly. These two adverbs that we use a lot. Slowly, devagar. Quickly, depressa. Vá devagar. Não vá depressa. Go slowly. Don't go quickly. Now, the plural changes a little bit. It's not just adding the M. We have to add uh, the letter O and an accent, the til, that little wave, on the A. Because we come from vá into vão. It's a bit the same principle of making it nasal. It's just that the spelling doesn't use the M. So we get go, talking to just one person, being formal, vá. Go, talking to more than one person, vão. V, A, contil, O, vão. So go slowly, you guys. Vão devagar. Don't go quickly, you guys. Não vão depressa. Vão devagar. Não vão depressa. Vão devagar. Não vão depressa. Finally, finally, the last irregular verb I want to talk uh, to you about is the verb dar. Dar. Dar means to give. It's very irregular in generally many tenses and it's also irregular in the imperative. So instead of getting the first person of the present, it doesn't work like that. It's irregular. Your verb form for the formal you, você, is de. De. Como se escreve de? De é com acento circunflexo. So what you need to do is de e with a circumflex on, on the e. De. Um, for instance, give blood. Sometimes we say on ads, hospitals, they say give blood. De. Sang. De sang. De sang. Or let's do a negative, for instance. A politician might be advised not to give interviews. Não de entrevistas. Não de entrevistas. That could be a negative example. So affirmative. De Sang, negative, não de entrevistas. Same verb form, though. De sang, não de entrevistas. Finally, the plural form. Again, it will sound a bit nasal. It will sound nasal because it will have, again, the M, but the spelling changes a little bit. 
first of all we drop the circumflex then we double the e and then we have m in the end so we go from d into dai dai no circumflex double e and m at the in the end como se escreve dai d e e m dai so from d into dai let's do the same examples give blood you guys dai sank don't give interviews let's say that we're talking to a football team to the players hey don't give interviews at the end of the game now dai entrevistas dai sank não dai entrevistas so these are the four irregulars ser seja sejam estar esteja estejam ir vá vão dar de dai same thing for both affirmative and negative only when we're doing the informal you to we will have to have two different verb forms for affirmative and negative when we're dealing with the formal you você or the plural you vocês the same verb form is good for both situations i hope you've enjoyed this episode and if you did please share it with your friends before we finish i really need to thank to my patrons my dear patrons i have to tell you this podcast wouldn't be possible without you so muito 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 obrigada a Francine Brown, Kita Barknovitz, Rebecca Hunt, Carl Sperling, Petra Korf, Brenda Sabrecht, David Soto, Lindy Falk, Michelle Kubrosi, Cherry Ellis, Sandra Weimert, Karen Soares, Kenneth Pizisco, Ibrahim Almutawa, Hank Van Kahn, Karin Barnhorn, Pauline Mansfield, Prano Diana, Anne Grandich, Elise van der Flucht, David Martin, Patricia Martin, Catherine Dernford Vang, Miguel Plek to Vienne, Artveld, Ernst Scholte, Agnieszka Morozevitz Kuchewska, Tatiana Krupnik, Rabuna Plek to Skim Noble, Tancha McKnight, Chris Brandt, Meredith Richards, Micheline Huntley, Jess Hasselmans, Diane, Josie Cookman, Lex Mui, Sneer, Susan Mass, Michael Machado, Molly Morton, Chaya the Reigns, John Mark White, David Kirkham, Sarmig, Andy Effort, Rakesh Gupta, Paul Greenhaug, Jim Chang, Matthew Brett, Kirsten Kunstmann, Brandon Wallis, Kate Awake, Jay Edelstein, Diane Bachman, David Keller, David Hassler, Ruby Manon, Deborah Tuhi, Ashwin, and Mikael Hedlund. Thank you all for your support. Thank you all for keeping my motivation high and this podcast going. Muito, muito, muito obrigada. Até para a semana. Tchau.